Welcome to the Manager Tools Podcast for Monday, July 9th, 2007. Effective Teleconferencing, Part 1 of 2. We've been asked many times for this cast and intended to deliver much earlier, but it kept getting pushed back for, well, lots of reasons. Teleconferences, or meetings conducted as conference calls, are much more widely used today than 20 years ago. Cost used to be an issue, but with cost moot, those very same savings have caused organizational dispersion that drives the teleconference's ubiquity. We are appalled at much of the guidance we hear, for instance, using mute while you have the speaker on. This is tantamount to encouraging BlackBerry use in a face-to-face meeting and laptops fully deployed in an email send-receive mode. What a waste. Somehow, because the cost of the call is free, we lose sight of the value of our time. Get ready for a distinctly unique set of recommendations. Before we go on with the rest of the show, though, I did want to make a couple announcements. One is um, we, thanks to a lot of you uh, listening, have sold out the September Manager Tools Effective Manager Conference. So... All of you that have signed up, Mark and I look forward to meeting you there and uh, looking forward to a great, great conference. If you'd like to be put on the wait list, just go ahead and send us an email at show at manager-tools.com and we'll let you know should a slot become open. Also, second point before I go on, wanted to send a shout out to Bill and Rich. Bill and Rich will know why. And uh, if, you're, if you're a frequenter of the discussion forum, she'll know why as well. So Bill, Rich, Consider this your uh, shout out. <laughs> All right, on to the show. I will never forget you telling me the story of instant messaging, IM chimes during conference calls. <laughs> I never forget. It. Yeah. Yeah. If I remember, though, you weren't, you weren't using IM at the time. So um, I think you were just stunned no, that this stuff I- actually happened. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I kind of felt about IM. I, I'm a slow adopter for some technologies. I like usefulness, but IM just seemed so juvenile to me. Please don't take offense at that. It just seemed, I don't know. Uh, and, and, and now, of course, on my phone, text messaging is, I love it. Um, it's a great, it's a great tool. But at the time, you're right. I, I, I really, I knew what IM was, but not, not, you know, not, not the prevalence of it at work. Um, and it, it just, Thinking about that story now just makes me laugh out loud. I just, you know, it reminds me again that uh, every rule, every process, every procedure, every every law has unintended consequences. Um, and humans will figure out a way around whatever system exists, e- even using a technology not, not for its normal intent. So yeah, exactly. and at the same time, even though I laugh, I get very frustrated at what the story tells about the institutionalized inefficiency that was involved in teleconferences, which were such a big part of particularly development organizations, you know, IT development organizations and large, large companies. So, okay. So but just to keep everybody, we don't keep everybody in the dark. Tell, tell the story, recount the phenomenon for us. Oh, okay. So, well, well, I, I'm sure many of our listeners have experienced this, but surely, you know, some have not. Um, right, right, right. This particular thing happened all the time when I was an executive at MCI. We'd be on a conference call. Now, full disclosure, all of us were on speakerphone, all of us doing other things, <laughs> tangentially paying attention. But okay, right, so right, full right, disclosure right. there. 
But why would in fact, just- I think I did. Let me just interrupt. I think one time I was in your office and you says, I ah, just come on in. We'll talk. I'm on a conference call, but just come on in. We'll do our meeting now. <laughs> I was kind of like, <laughs> yeah. what? What? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, okay, I, I think I'll yeah. I'll probably serve as a, uh, a, a, a as a bad example during the rest a of cautionary, this podcast. A cautionary tale. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, okay. So so we're, we're on the we're on these conference calls. All of us are on right. speaker phones, and somebody would say something or do you know say something or respond to something that we knew one of the senior people on the call would just be rolling his eyes in the back of his head. Right? <laughs> so in, in a normal meeting, something like this would be greeted with a, like that stony silence pretty much. Yes. You know? but, but not on a teleconference. Oh, no. Within 10 seconds, you'd hear this chorus of IM chimes ringing across the call. People pinging each other with IMs, tell, you know, and you knew what they were saying, right? Which is, what right. a stupid idiot. <laughs> So, I think in the movie is in the movie Die Hard. There's a bit where they're talking about the the uh, is it the Helsinki syndrome or the Stockholm syndrome? And the guy says the the uh, the cat the the announcer says, "Oh yes, for Stockholm, uh, Finland or something." And uh, the the expert looks at him like, "No," <laughs> and it, it's that stony kind of silence, like, "No, you're just really really wrong there." <laughs> yeah. Well. The- the, the 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 worst was when, of course, when the IM started going off when you were talking or right after you finished talking. That was that was not a good that was not a good sign. Yeah, uh, I I just love that story because again, it just it just shows that even though it appears that what's happening is a teleconference, what's really happening is something else entirely behind the scenes. Yeah, well, it's just, it's just instructive of how bad teleconferences are, or at least how ineffective our behavior in them is often. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I think that's just a behavioral issue. Uh, it never really occurred to me until I started doing them years ago that conference calls, because when you hear a conference call, you think, oh, it's important or something. But really, all there are is virtual meetings. And the virtual part, the fact that you're not face-to-face, just engendered, created, allowed all kinds of ineffective and inefficient behaviors. And lacking any any sanctions, people took advantage of it. And they engaged in behavior that was helpful to them without even thinking for a moment that it was destructive to the conference call. So. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a prescription for this problem. Oh, I – in fact, this may be – I don't know. Uh, this is interesting. We have quite a few prescriptions – 20 to be exact. You're joking, right? That would be a record even for you. I, I, I think uh, it may very well be. Uh, we may have broken something up before and called three or four things one, but I think this may be the longest. In terms of the – some of them are fairly straightforward, um, but um, but I'm not joking. There are 20. And some of them really are very simple, very direct. Um and are just specifically recommended ground rules that we want to elaborate on in terms of the underpinnings, the background for them. Um, and I also think in this cast, we don't need to organize things too much. Um, and once you get the first key point uh, and start thinking that way, everything else kind of flows from that. Um, but we just want to explain some of our background. Good. All right. So what are the 20? Okay, here we go. Number one, it's a meeting. That's the key. So get out of jail. Number two, be on time. Number three, no Blackberries, no pagers, no cell phones. Number four, total separate category now, no email. Boo hiss. 
(laughs) Number five, no surprise here, no instant messaging. (laughs) (laughs) Number six, no speaker phones. Now that one, I tell you what, that one will get people. Yeah, people aren't going to uh, like that. No. Yeah, they're not. And it's because they want to engage in their own behaviors and they don't want to be in the meeting. Um, number seven, groups, having groups grouped around a, conf- a speakerphone are counterintuitively problematic. There's a lot of syllables in there. Uh, number eight, no mute button. Oh, again, hate that even oh, worse than the no speak yeah, ones. Yeah, I, exactly. I, there's probably but, not very many people but, but, out there saying uh, that. That's, that's, that's an unusual yeah. one. Yeah, oh, that's right. And, and you know why they want the mute button? Because they want the speakerphone. And you know why they want the speakerphone? We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> um, no roll call. Everybody wants to do a roll call. We don't do a roll call. Have an agenda out in advance. It's a meeting, after all. If it's a standing meeting, number 11, you want to spend time on ground rules. Number 12, have a picture or a diagram of your attendees in front of you. I didn't get come up with this one, but it's a good one. Um, number 13, narrow your focus versus a normal meeting. 14, ask questions of others when you're the leader. Number 15, headsets if you can. Uh, There's a positive technology trend for you. 16, introduce yourself the first time you speak. Number 17, interrupting is okay, even though there's ample evidence based on poor performance that people don't interrupt in conference calls. It's stupid. Um, Number 18, consider web technologies for sharing files, including the agenda. Okay. And number 19, consider an assistant to take notes online because you can't do it and lead a conference call. It just doesn't work. Well, that, that took a long time, but um, what about number 20? Uh, well, it took a long time, but you know, you have to admit it makes sense. And we're going to reveal number 20 at the end. Yeah. Well, when you have, when you have 20 items, you have to have some kind of punchline at the end. Otherwise, people won't listen to it. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, we're going to get punched. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay. Well, you're right. Okay. So this stuff doesn't make sense. So especially the first one. Yeah. Um, get out of jail. Um, this is where I think so many teleconferences go totally wrong. If you start with a meeting protocol, if you believe this is just a specific form of a meeting, you're going to end up okay. You're going to be fine. The, 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 the comments we've made up above, many of them follow naturally from the virtual meeting that you're in. But somehow, common practice, we didn't start with a teleconference, a a conference call was a meeting. We started with some other paradigm for what we were doing. Now, I I could be totally wrong about this, but this is the story I tell. Um, I think we may have adapted techniques or adopted techniques from Wall Street teleconferences, um, where the purpose is completely different, okay? And many of the behaviors that we, we see, that, that we see day-to-day in our normal conferences that are so terrible, um, would make sense in a Wall Street uh, teleconference, which is really much more of a briefing than a meeting. And look, Wall Street started because Wall Street had the money. I know there, there are young people on this cast, not over 40 or maybe even over 30, but back in the 60s and 70s, people didn't make long-distance phone calls. Um, all area codes in the United States, for instance, had ones or zeros in them in order in the middle so they could tell, so the phone system could tell that it was going to be a long distance call, not just the one. Um, in, I think in 1968, 
a three minute call from New York, Los Angeles, like 50, 30, 20, 30, 50 bucks, something like that. Yeah. You assumed that if you got a long distance call in the 1960s, someone had died. Um, business people made calls, personal calls at work because they couldn't afford to make them at home. So the place where there was money, Wall Street, did conference calls, but but they really weren't conference calls. They were briefings with a hundred people on them. Um, so they they were the only ones that could justify the cost. They were the only ones doing teleconferences a long time ago. And so I basically posit here that we learned a lot of bad lessons from the early adopters of what turned out to be a great technology that we could use wonderfully well, but we were just still holding over a bunch of bad behaviors from the earlier time. So you're basically saying that normal teleconferences today are not briefings. They're meetings. But we behave like we're in a briefing. Exactly. Yeah, we're just and, and uh, you know, why you you go to a company and this is the way people start doing it and you see your boss doing it that way and so you learn the paradigms, you learn the the cultural norms of of the place where you are. Um Yeah, and so, then yeah, you, you're right. Yeah, and then if you make the transition to a meeting mentality and use that as a basis for our behavior, the majority of the problems go away most likely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's the change we want to make in this core first step, uh, this first point. Though, look, we get it that there are some listeners right now thinking that it's sad <laughs> to admit the teleconferences are so bad today that the goal to shoot for is to make it into a meeting. Which oh, because they love saying, meetings so much. Right? God, yeah, <laughs> why would I want to go? Why would I want to make it as bad as a meeting? But well, look, the key, the key thing is we're not suggesting just any meeting standard as the standard. We're recommending the manager tools effective meeting standard. Right. And now's a good time for me to encourage folks that haven't already to go back and listen to our Get Out of Jail podcast. Um, right. I think we delivered it in August of, what, 2005? So yeah. a while ago. Um, yep. So if you haven't listened to that, you should go ahead and, go ahead and listen to that because we're not going to repeat all that we, we said in that podcast, obviously. And, and the reason this is important is because you're, I think what you're saying is that much of this cast is about reminding us how to apply the effective meeting principles that we covered in that podcast to meetings that we currently call teleconferences or conferences. Exactly. Totally. Exactly right. Which brings us to our second point, be on time. Which is, of course, one of our core meeting principles, starting on time. Right. Uh, totally. Um, this is really meant for everyone right? If you're dialing into somebody else's meeting, come on, be on time. Um, but it has, it has special significance for the leader of the meeting. And I like that point because, you know, what you just said is that the, the meeting has a leader. The, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, rather words, than a moderator. moderator. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. The whole, the whole moderator concept is just plain wrong unless it yep. is a briefing and the primary briefer is a content person who won't deal with the right, process, right. just like right. a street call we talked about earlier. But right. let's be clear here. We're talking about meetings and meetings have leaders. Very well said. I, I'm, you know, I didn't, I didn't intend that, but you're right. That's what people talk about a conference call. Yeah, I'm the moderator. What the heck is a moderator? It sounds like you're having an academic discussion and some guy from another department is 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 corralling three or four professors to a to a conclusion. It's crazy. So look, um, good. So we're talking about a meeting. That means we have a leader. We don't have a moderator. And we get back to our point, be on time. Look, in order for you to be on time, if you're a leader, folks, you have to be early. We actually talk about this in the previous cast. Um, but that means in this case, dialing in early. So you're the first person on the call. And how do you know you're the first person on the calls? Because in most conference call setups, they say you are the first 
attendee, <laughs> right. or there are there are no other members on the call yet. Um, it, it, look, it's just like being early to a meeting that you're chairing, just like that you're leading, just like I, I mentioned earlier. Uh, it takes a minute to get your stuff together, to have your notes ready, to have your agenda out, to have your uh, diagram of the people who are attending. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and it sends a good message to those that do sign in on time that you're ready to go. And look, folks, you've got to actually be on the call for the meeting at, 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 the, at the right time in order for the meeting to start on time. If the meeting is scheduled to start at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, at 2 o'clock you say, okay, we're starting, welcome. We're not going to tell you, we're, we're going to recommend against doing a roll call because you should know who's there and you don't do a roll call in an actual meeting anyway. Um, dialing in at the start time, right at the start time, means your meeting starts late. And don't we already have enough of that? Yeah, well put. Okay, how about number three? No Blackberries, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, no pagers, no cell phones, no trios. Um, this is just effective meeting etiquette, right? That's all it is. Pretty simple. But it's so much easier to use one's PDA when no one else can see. Uh, of course, I'm sorry, that's not true for Blackberries, right? Because Blackberry users, they just hunch right down. They go right to it with their thumbs and, and they, they get the cloak of invisibility. Yeah, the I think Blackberry that's how prayer. it works. It's, it's a miracle. The, it's, a, it's a miracle. They get the cloak of it, – it's, it's the heavenly cloak of invisibility, and there they are. <laughs> da, 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 da. And then someone says, hey, are you paying attention? Oh, yeah, I got you. I'm paying attention. <laughs> sure you are. I, I, I just want to insult their genealogy or something when they say that. Well, I, I think the, the iPhone like will be much easier, though. They'll be much better. Yes, much better. Exactly. Maybe it'll be a special clip. Maybe it'll cloak everybody else in invisibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does everything And you else, won't have to so. deal with it. Yeah, uh, it certainly does. Um Okay, as comfortable as everybody is with the BlackBerry Prayer in face-to-face -face meetings, and as much value destruction occurs because of it, we can safely assume that it's rampant in conference calls to the point where people will vehemently deny it until you show them videotape. Yeah, but really okay. it's worse, right? I mean, the virtual nature of a conference call makes it harder to be effective even if there are absolutely no ineffective behaviors. Ooh, even if, you're, oh, you know, yes. Even if everyone came to the table and behaved perfectly, comparing that to a face-to-face -face meeting where everyone did that, there would be no comparison. The lack yeah. of face-to-face -face communication feedback and connection and community makes it very difficult indeed to have a good meeting by what we think of as normal meeting standards. You're totally when, right, yeah. Yeah, when you add the technology gremlins in there, it's just nearly impossible to get good traction, to make things happen and to push things forward. Um, you know, basically what you're saying is, at its very best, a conference call is not as good as the very best meeting. Not yeah. by a long shot. Not by a long shot, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, well said again. Um, even if it is harder, teleconferences are only going to increase, not just in number, but as a percentage of our overall meeting life too, I think. We've just got to get better at teleconferences, plain and simple. Um, uh, there's going to be more dispersion of people, and there's going to be more interest in cutting costs, and so there's going to be more need for teleconferences. And yeah, okay, video is going to be much easier, but but uh, being being by yourself will allow people to black things out or move out of screen or whatever else, do things in a way. They'll figure out a way to around the webcams. I'm sure of it. Um, but look, back to the point. If you're the leader, um, ask for this. No Blackberries, no cell phones, no pagers. And if you're attending, set or follow that example. 
no non-meeting communication devices in use during the meeting, period. Okay. Well, now the next point is really going to get us in trouble. No email. Yeah, isn't it funny that we give people a pass from email and they complain? Uh, right? I mean, oh, no, no. I, I hate email, but oh, I've got to have it. It's like crack. Yeah. Let's stop calling it cr- email. Let's start calling it crack. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's not like yeah. it's something I've ever done. That's right. It's like crackberry. Oh, that's right. I get the crackberry thing. I just put two and two together. Duh. Okay, look. Um, I take full responsibility for this one. Uh, you, as you well have admitted, you used to do email all the time during conference calls. Heck, you and I met during one of your conference calls, <laughs> and I allowed it. Um, Guilty, but, but I, now I have seen the light. I'm healed. <laughs> yes. yes, and you're covered with a cloak of invisibility. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, email is a complete and utter scourge on on uh, teleconferences. It's really this is really just a continuation of our previous point about Blackberries and pagers and cell phones, but but email is so tempting we make it it's a, we make it its own recommendation. I know people I can't think of a name of a person who actually look forward to one or two or three teleconferences per day to actually catch up on email. No. Um, Admit it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look, yeah, we the only reason. That. The only reason I didn't do it, the only reason I didn't use that as an example for as a time for email was that I was leading a lot of the calls. But I can certainly see the the pull of it. But I make my point again, doing email during a teleconference is not multitasking. Scientists have proven that you, dear listener, are not smart enough to do two things at once, unless one of them is as trivial as tying your shoes. And email is one of the most cognitively, cognitively intensive things that professionals do. No, 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 no email. Think of conference calls as your little email-free oasis and stop complaining. Ooh, I like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> email-free oasis. I want to live there. That's right. exactly right. Yeah, there are palm trees there, right? That's a good thing. <laughs> exactly. Well, now we come to the cautionary tale of instant messaging. Yeah, number five is no instant messaging. And I would think that we don't need to elaborate, right? It's all part of our ban on non-meeting technologies. Uh, actually, we do need to elaborate a bit, I think, and talk a little bit about do not disturb. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, we, we do think that there is a place tangentially for IM technology in a meeting. First of all, if your firm uses it, if it uses, uh, um, oh, I can't, the notes version, what is it called? Um, uh, same time. Same time is, yeah. the, is the IM equivalent. I know there are a lot of different names and different different uh, aggregators of IM and everything else. Um, but look. If your firm uses it, set your status during your meeting to DND, Delta November Delta, which is do not disturb. Make this DND a meeting ground rule. And then, as is possible in some systems, and it may be all, but I, I won't swear to that because there are so many of them out there now, simply arrange to see the status of others on the meeting. <laughs> That's a dirty trick. Yeah, but that way you can see who's IMing. Look, now that may mean if you're the leader, that may mean you have to give them some feedback, or you may choose if they're important to not give them feedback, and that's okay. That happens all the time in meetings anyway. That senior person comes in, and you're not going to chew them out for not following your meeting ground rules. Um, but it's worth knowing who's uh, following the, the the ground rules and who's not, and 
This is just one of those things that cause people to say, oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I just didn't catch that last little bit. You cut out on me. Oh my God. It, it, yeah. You cut out on me. I guess if you're doing Skype or something like that or VoIP, not Skype, uh, maybe you're getting some cut out, but I have to tell you the vast majority of calls. Now, if everybody's dialing in on cell phones, that's different, but, but the vast majority of teleconferences that I know people are dialing in on landlines. And when they do call quality tends to be pretty darn good. And as many times as people say in teleconferences and business, uh, I'm sorry, you cut out on me. That's, that's a uh, code for, I wasn't paying a damn bit attention to what was going on here because yeah, I'm doing yeah. other things because you can't see me. Cloak of anyway, invisibility okay. again. <laughs> yes, Perfect. there we go. Cloak of invisibility. Yeah. Uh, so in, in fact, Blackberries didn't invent it. Conference calls invented it. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Blackberries just stole the cloak of invisibility from the conference call manufacturer. There you go. Yeah. Superhero. Okay. <laughs> yeah, All right. There we go. <laughs> okay. So w what about um, no speaker phones though? I mean, I, Personally, I like speakerphones. Yeah, I like speakerphones too, though you know I'm kind of picky about them. Um, yeah, number six is no speakerphones. The, the problem here, this is the, uh, you know, people are, I, I think some people's heads explode. What? No speakerphones. What? Everybody, that's what you do. That's why, you, in fact, I think phones are made to have speakerphones just for my conference calls. The problem here is that everyone admits the reason they use speakerphone is to allow them to do something else while they're on the phone. Um, and really, this hints at number 20. I'm not going to reveal it yet. But the issue here is that someone on a speakerphone isn't helping as much as they could be. We're going to come to this, but speakerphones are not that good at transmitting and receiving, even the good ones in my experience. If you've ever tried to interrupt somebody who's on a cheap speakerphone, you understand the sheer anger that can overtake take you when you're trying to say, but no, we're not on that point. No, we're not on that point. And the person on the speakerphone on the other end is blah, 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 blah. I bet that comedian, the guy who's always angry, Louis Black, I bet he got started. <laughs> <laughs> in comedy by trying to interrupt somebody on a speakerphone call. Maybe yeah, his yeah. agent his agent was on the speakerphone and he just kept talking to him and the agent kept talking blah 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 because he was on the speakerphone. Leaning leaning back in his nice leather chair collecting. Well, I, I think we're gonna come we're gonna come back to this because I think that's part of the problem around interruptions too. Where people don't Oh, you're right. Yeah. Want to interrupt because just because every time you try to, you end up going back and forth five times before you can finally get a message across. So Yeah, and this is a perfect case of diagnosing the symptom and not the cause. The cause is not the speakerphone. The cause is or the cause is not the inter the, the reason for interrupting is not because of the speakerphone. The the reason for not interrupting is because people are not paying attention to the call and therefore they want to be on the speakerphone. We're blaming the speakerphone and and we do ban it. We are are we recommend getting rid of it. But that's not the real problem. The real problem is people are not willing to invest in the call. If you're willing to invest in the call like we say later, you'll have a headset on and you'll focus. Yeah. And you'll do like Tiger Woods does. You'll put your hands on either side of your eyes and look down at your desk and you'll focus for 45 minutes and you might actually get something done. Well, we'll stop right there and finish it up next week. In the meantime, if you have any questions, be sure to join us in the discussion forums at www.managertools.com slash forums and uh, we'll answer them there. So until next week, so long. So long.